Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. Just a quick reminder that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, please reach out to us as we know many individuals in the industry. In today's episode, we are teaching you how to draw back on your spending habits. Follow our guide in this podcast and get back on track today. And welcome back to another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. Zeke, Hello. how are we? I'm very well, mate. How are you? <laughs> good. It's actually good to finally find some time to sit down and get another potty recording. That's exactly right. It's been a it's been a heck of a start to the year. Yeah, it actually has. Very busy year so far, but been meaning to bring back some good content to the fans and help you guys get back on track with your finances. Well, that's it. In today's episode, myself, I was over the summer break, found myself spending a bit of money. And I know you, you did. <laughs> um, I know yeah. you did, especially at the bar. Definitely... Uh, we're both in the same boat. Basically, what I'm trying to get at is we're going to talk about a way to minimize spending habits in this episode. Ourselves included, spending, it's pretty easy to spend money on a day out, a night out, a weekend Can away, um, a holiday especially. A month out. A month out. Even if you go to work and you're trying not to spend money for the week and then you find yourself across the road like today having a good chicken wrap, $10 later, you've done it again. We've both found ourselves on a path of destruction in terms of spending. Still investing, still doing everything we recommend doing. The trouble is when you begin getting into the habit of spending big, going to the pub every day, hitting the pokies or whatever it is you're doing out there. Then you, don't, you don't do that? No, I don't hit the pokies. <laughs> um, sports bet gets me here and there, but um, not a pokey fan anymore. But you're not, you're not alone. Everyone is in a similar boat. You make money to spend money, but... If we can reduce the spending habits, happy days. And look, there are different ways, but we've kind of come up with five easier ways to stop it without ending every purchase you've ever made. So number one would be to really dive into one category which you think you're spending a lot of money on. So for example, myself, I love the movies. Go to, go to the cinemas a He's little a bit. He's a romantic movie man. Entertainment's a big issue for him. There's nothing better. And entertainment is a big issue. So I spend probably most of my money on entertainment. I do like... He does help out the entertainment industry a lot. <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've realized that entertainment or movies for me, that's where a bit of my money's going towards. So what I need to do is dial back. So maybe decrease my entertainment and even that out with something else such as eating out or just pull back one thing but identifying where the money is going first and entertainment doesn't just go for movies i'm also talking going <laughs> going to dinner oh, getting yeah. drinks i thought it was going somewhere um, else. you know i climbed the sydney harbour bridge last week that, that is with my girlfriend for her birthday so that is entertainment mm. so you know you gotta have fun with some things but I myself finding it doing quite yeah, regularly. So you need to dial back your entertainment, and yeah, that's it. I'm in a position where I need to dial back um, my drinking habits. Yeah, I was going to bring up. I was going to. It's just funny. It's really bad. Well, mate, it's, it sounds a lot worse than what you said. It. You don't have any problems, but you are spending a bit of your money on alcohol, which is fine. But you've over the last few months, we found ourselves having a lot of events, um, and me in particular. Unfortunately, I've had the 
the curse of having so many social events and well, just having to buy a lot of alcohol. The problem is you, you finish one event, say on a Saturday, and then you say to yourself, I'm never, you know, I'm, this is it. I'm going Fitzbo, hitting the gym hard for the week, not going to drink for a month. Go to work on Tuesday or a friend of, you, friend of yours hits you up and says, oh, you know, let's go out Friday night. And you're like, oh, you okay. say no at the start of the week and then Friday hits you say, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Well, um, I think just um, like myself, identifying it, mate. Oh, it's identifying. We're all, here, we're all, we're all here for you. Oh, no, it's that. not serious like that. But honestly, at least you've figured that out and you can dial back on your Long Islands you have. Yeah, the Long Islands. We just want to let everyone know, you know, you're not alone. Everyone is spends more money or on one category than another you just got to yeah. figure it out it's not embarrassing or anything you just got to figure it out and there's a lot of different things it. it could be some people do um you know four-wheel drive some on events alcohol food some on entertainment industry someone gambling someone gambling and there's probably other weird things out there too but yeah find find what the category is and you know get to it the next one is set goals you want to have a goal whether it's big, small, massive, tiny, girthy, you want to have a goal where you can go, all right, I spent $850 on alcohol in the last three weeks. I don't want to do that again. So I'm going to set a goal of only, you know, 400 in the next three weeks. That's still quite reasonable. Or for Don, it could be a bit less to the entertainment industry. Could be going to the movies, you know, one time less per month skipping out on that popcorn at the movie or it sounds like i go to the movies every bloody night doesn't it yeah it does <laughs> it does yeah. it's not there's, the case there's been a lot of good movies come out you've had uncharted you've had batman you've had jackass yeah writing writing goals down for me visually as i've said a few past episodes i write them down on the wall on your notepad whatever is easiest for you even in a book um just you know, get, get your hand moving pen to paper I mean, if you look at it every day, it kind of becomes muscle memory. So you just got to pen the paper and like I said, get that hand moving quickly. Make sure you put your goals somewhere you can actually visibly see them. The more you see them, the more regularly you'll think about them and try to achieve them. The next one is simple. Separate your bank accounts. We've talked about this one before. I've got multiple accounts. Don has multiple. It could be as simple as having one account for savings, one account for investing and one account for spending. Could be one for bills, one for spending, one for investing. Uh, there's lots of different ways to do it, but it's a very simple one. We don't need to spend a lot of time there. Yeah, just, you know, for example, I, I use ING, still trying to get that sponsorship as well. Yes, make different accounts. As mentioned before, I have a few different accounts with ING. I've got like a splurge savings, uh, a rent and daily expenses account for when I go get a chicken wrap, for example, across mm. the road every lunch. Unfortunately, almost every lunch ends up a good chicken wrap. Dial back on that. But that's through an account which I put money in each week that I know I'm not feeling bad if I use it because it's the money is for that. So you just have to identify where you want your money and open open accounts to make sure you're spending and you're dividing your money equally. Another tip uh, with our list is start small. If you have a goal to say save two hundred dollars of you know food a month, don't just think you're not going to have to spend two hundred dollars throughout the whole week or the month. Start small. So what that means is, if you buy coffee every day or chicken wrap, don't buy that coffee and just buy the chicken wrap, and then you'll build into it and eventually not buy both of them, for example. But you don't have to go straight to it one hundred percent. Just you know step by step, make your way gradually up up the ladder, and 
it will start compounding. And once you get into the habit of missing that coffee um, and then missing that grilled chicken wrap and making food at home, you'll forget about the, that you used to be buying them every day and you won't actually need it. It's the same with a lot of things. Like I see a lot of people who will buy one particular snack or multiple um, at the shopping center, like cheese and bacon rolls or shapes or like lollies every time they go to the shops or whatever. If you cut one of them out each trip or one out a month and then add another one per month that you cut out, long term you will uh, have a small win each time and eventually you will have a lot less expenditure. Yeah, exactly right. Where that leads us to the last one of this list is if you have a mate who is in the same situation with you and wants to actually stop their spending or reduce it, buddy up with them. It's nothing better than it's nothing better than partnering up with a mate who you know wants to reach the same goals. So you know when you go to the gym by yourself, it's a lot harder to go than when you're with a friend. You know, your friend motivates you, spots you on the bench press. You know when you're squatting whatever needs to be done. Yeah, doing things with a partner, getting them involved, um, tag teaming, it's the best way to do it. There's nothing better than just an absolute tag team and working on things with a mate. A good way to do it actually, Don and I are quite competitive people. We could set a challenge where whoever can save the most in one week wins and there doesn't have to be a prize. We're competitive people. Winning is enough. I love winning. I've never lost in my life and I never will. So if you, <laughs> if you want to make that challenge, then let's go. Oh, you're done. You've we're already on. lost. Goodbye. We are, we are on. Uh, but, but yeah, finding that example. Yeah, just like that, yeah. the competitiveness. I'm not touching my any money this week. But yeah, find that friend. There's always someone in your friendship group who is in a similar boat. If not, hate to say it. Um, get some friends. Get some friends who do have the same needs, wants, um, goals as well. Having friends with similar objectives to yourself and friends that are willing to support you and you want to support them and you all want to work together is a really sophisticated and efficient way of getting goals done. For example, um, you look at all those people that ride bikes, like, sorry um, to all the cyclists. You see them on the road, you want to run them over, you don't. Um, they're all, <laughs> sorry, they're all encouraging each other, oh, like, God. in a group to get the job done. And they get the job done. Same thing with running groups, swimming groups, anything to do with exercise is actually a really good example. But... You will notice that there is a large group um, building up of people who are seeking financial freedom and the potential to retire early and all of that kind of stuff. There's groups on Facebook, Discord, whatever it is, where people are like joining together and encouraging each other. There's weight loss groups where it happens and it, it makes it easier because you all have the same goal. Say Don and I are doing it in the office and Oscar goes and throws a bit of money at the entertainment industry, then I might roast him and he's going to feel bad and not do it next time. So it, it works. Yeah, it works. Just find that buddy and link up and get the job done. Next week, we're getting a podcast out with a fellow financial planner who started in his younger years and now is with his own company, pretty successful planner himself, helping individuals and younger families um, build their wealth over time and put themselves in a good position. So We'll talk to him about the ins and the outs of the industry, what he sees as a big problem with um, younger individuals, younger generations when it comes to accumulating wealth and what to look out for and how to minimize that. Um, and kind of just get a better understanding of what he can teach to all of us and to our listeners to improve everyone's financial skills. That's all for today. We'll catch you all next week for that podcast with Don, myself and fellow financial planner. Until then, keep investing, keep budgeting, and, and keep, keep listening. listening.